Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up, Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I'm the founder and chief storyteller of TB Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, today's guest is just me. Before I get to what this episode is about, I'm going to ask you, if you haven't already, hit subscribe on YouTube, turn on those notifications, and connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to stay connected with you. Today, I'm back for a solo episode, and you know, I'm talking about something that has just come to my attention lately, and I'm tired of hearing people say all the time, well, I just don't like talking about myself and their business owners. So today, I am going to get into that and also break down the four types of stories you should be telling in your business. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want. It is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Hey there, it's just me back for another solo episode. I figured I haven't done this in a while. And there was something, there's a couple things I, I want to do a, a few solo episodes on, but there's something that's been coming up um, as I've been back shooting episodes of this podcast again recently. I, I know I took a, a brief break for about one to two months. We went on a brief hiatus. I went on a fun vacation to Utah. Maybe I'll drop some of those photos below. Um, but there's something now that I've been doing the podcast interviews again with some really great guests. I hope you've been tuning in um, and more to come. But I've noticed that so many people have really great stories and really powerful whys. But for some reason, they're not sharing them. And it's all coming out on the podcast as far as like, hey, I have this great business that does X, Y, Z. Um, and here's the reason why I do it after like I pull this information out. Um, but they're really not sharing that in any of their marketing materials, their social media or on the website. And I've had a few guests now have this realization like, why aren't you sharing this with your audience? Because there's so much that can just be learned alone from your experience. Um, so I'll get into some of those more specific examples in just a minute. But, you know, with so many of us with our businesses, sometimes we we're so close to it. And I feel like storytelling, 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 everybody keeps talking about it. It's like all the rage, the buzzword, right? Like we hear all the time. I'm like, OK, at this point, everyone gets it. Like, I need to start talking about something else and not this. But then I realized, no, people really don't get it. Or they get it and they're not implementing it or they don't know how. Either they don't want to or they don't know how. And one of the things, another thing that I'm hearing a lot in addition to like, oh, I never thought about it that way, is I don't like talking about myself. This is driving me nuts. This is really driving me nuts. So I want to do a quick like 
reframe <laughs> on that specifically. What I want you to think about, let's say you are in marketing, right? All of us as entrepreneurs are in marketing or we need to know it to some degree, right? We have to put ourselves out there. And whether that means you're shaking hands, cold calling, presenting, networking, it doesn't mean you have to know the ins and outs of social media or SEO or any of that stuff. But at, to some degree, marketing is part of your everyday because that's how you get the word out about who you are. Let's say you are marketing for the theater. I use that example because I used to do that. It could be in marketing for the cruise line, the cruise industry, right? You need people to buy cruises. <laughs> you need them to be like, hey, that's the new latest and greatest ship. I want to go on that. Like, or you're in marketing for a restaurant, okay? It's like the hottest new restaurant out. Why do people want to? And there's like 10 hot new restaurants out now. Why do people want to go there? What do you think you're going to say about the food, about the service, about the ambiance? about this new restaurant. You're gonna say how awesome it is, right? If there is a show you want people to buy tickets to, you're gonna say how good it is or what's unique about it or what it's like and describe that experience just like that food and how it falls on your tongue and just dissolves, <laughs> whatever. Like if you're marketing something else. so. When I hear business owners say, I don't like talking about myself. Okay, so you don't like marketing your business? Because you are your business. Like what, we have to try to separate the two. And I think like we get, at least what I'm hearing from people is we get so concerned about what others think about us and seeming overly confident or cocky or arrogant and people have to remember listen like you don't need to be like that in your every day-to-day -day life <laughs> but when it comes to people buying you because they believe you're the best at what you do you shouldn't be afraid to say that because just like you wouldn't be afraid to say that if you were hired to do marketing for the hottest new restaurant in town you're gonna say how great that place is because you want people lined up out the door trying to get a seat, get a table at your restaurant, right? Like you want them doing the same thing for your business. So why wouldn't you say great things about yourself? So I hope that helps put it in perspective in a different way and don't feel so shy about it and like you can't toot your own horn, right? Because who else is going to? So now that I spent way too much time talking about that and having a fun time chatting and preaching, but <laughs> I think I practice what I preach, at least when it comes to that. Um, I wanted to give you four examples of the types of stories you should be telling if you're a service-based business and you want to build organic, authentic connections. So this is to help you do that thing that you might not feel comfortable about because you feel like it's talking about me. I'm talking about me and I have a hard time talking about me and tooting my own horn. So I'm going to go through the four types of stories you should tell in business if you are a service-based business. And the first one, an easy one, which you know, but I'll dive into it, is your story. What is your personal story? I'm not, you know, I, this, I mean, you, your path, 
it's your why. Like your story is really your purpose and your why. Whatever it is that you do, there is a reason that you do it. And I will say the only case in which I'm probably not talking to you is if the only reason why you're doing what you do is for money. Um, you know, obviously we're all in, all in business and money is <laughs> the thing that makes the difference between a business and a hobby, right? So yes, that is important, but there's something specifically with the businesses that we work with that are health-based, happiness-based, purpose-driven. There is a reason why they earn money doing what it is that they do. And it gets them excited every day. It gets them up every day for me. Um, I love telling stories, number one, but specifically telling stories through video. We all like have an interest in a thing. And I just literally like was always attracted to investigative type of stories, stories where I'm uncovering things, stories where I'm learning things, stories where I'm viewing a different perspective. And I really actually love like I was never a big reader. Shoot me. <laughs> I was never like really I never really dove into books, but I always loved watching long form TV or long like documentary type of work. So I had been attracted to that since I was a kid. Like I, I actually wanted to be a detective was my childhood type of dream. I would write these little like kitty books on, like, <laughs> I was into all the like Mary Kate and Olsen or like the, I don't know, whatever those investigative books are and <laughs> see books. Um, <laughs> but I was really into like crime stories and uncovering and, when there's a mystery like cracking the code and the answer, um, I feel like those are the stories I'm drawn to and interested in. That's what ultimately led me down the path of journalism. But because I wasn't like a big reader in print, which worked out with the way things went, right? Like and prints off the window and newspapers are closing left and right. But I always loved pairing visuals with, um, with narrative and video with narrative and you know, the style of writing and all like all of that just came naturally to me. And I always loved writing. I was naturally a good writer. So all of those things fit. It just made me excited. Um, and as I became a journalist, the passion I felt for like through my story and what I communicated about a certain individual, let's say somebody who really needed some help. So many stories about somebody who lost everything in a tragic accident or a fire or due to some, you know, horrific incident or whatever, being able to share that story and then like see help come through just because of like the power in those words and in sharing that story, like it all clicked for me. Like this is the power in story. Like somebody, people give because they are emotionally connected to what they're hearing and seeing their senses are ignited through that story and there's some sort of connection that is built. Um, and, you know, when I first started enjoying that type of storytelling, I, I could probably never articulate why it was that. But I know as a viewer, I always became so enthralled by what I was watching. And I was like, hey, I want to be able to do that. So, and ultimately, it's just kind of like that thing we all do in our day-to-day -day life but it's something that I was just like drawn to as a kid became my career 
and understand how to do really well. I've seen it work for people. I've seen stories change people's lives. And why can it not change our lives as entrepreneurs and business owners and the people that we help and work with? Whatever it is that you do, if you're a nutritionist, if you're a mental health counselor, like there's some reason, like some way you became exposed to that thing that you do, some, some reason why you're so passionate about that thing that you do um, that gets you excited, even if it's like, hey, I'm in tech, <laughs> like something that is just, you know, might seem very boring to another person, but like maybe there's a way in which you could describe like, hey, I have dreams about code. And like, you know, I could totally appreciate somebody who's passionate about the thing that they do. And if you're able to describe your passion and excitement behind it, your why behind it, um, people might not be able to relate to it when it comes to the thing that you do, but they can relate to the passion if you can tell that story. Second one is your business story which may be the same, may be different. You, have, you may have multiple stories within each one. Um, and for your business story, it could be a couple of different things, like why you went into business. I think there's a lot of us who do a certain thing that was either a full-time job, which is something like what I described, right? I was in journalism, I was a reporter. So there was no intention to take my training and my skills there and turning it into a business. So that's a lot of people, right? We were doing this full time and then it became a business. So that's your business story, could be one of them. Um, it could also be, you know, if you work with a specific industry, like your niche, right? Like why you work with that specific niche in your business. And for me, it's health, happiness, and purpose driven right? Like people who have the why and I can get into that story, but I'll link below also to episode one where I really go into my path and also my health and happiness story, which you can also read on the about page of the website as well. There's a couple different stories for me personally, um, as far as serving health, happiness, and purpose-driven businesses. In short, it is much easier to, to develop narratives and sell a business that has a story and health, happiness, and purpose-driven businesses lend themselves really well to storytelling. That's number one for me personally. So I'm hoping I'm saying this and it's like jogging your mind, like maybe why you work with a specific niche, like people like to work in travel or in restaurants, or in cruising, or in hotels. Like, there's something about maybe that, you know, sector of the um, business world that, like, you do really well in. It could just simply be because you have relationships there, but maybe there's something more there, and that could be part of your business story. Another example, for me, and again, this goes back to episode one, is my health and happiness story, right? Like going through autoimmune issues just before I turned 30 um, and having a really hard time walking, have all these painful rashes and my hair falling out, all of these things that were triggered by a lot of inflammation in my body um, made me realize that, hey, 
uh, this could all be taken away if I don't have good health. <laughs> like nothing else matters if I'm not healthy. And that makes me really relate to those health-based businesses as well. Like if I don't have health, what do I have? Like everyone who has like some health-based business, like it's so true. They're selling that because they believe in that thing and they use it and it's part of their everyday and day-to-day -day life and being healthy is so important to us as human beings hello if we didn't know that before covid we certainly know that now um can't have a business <laughs> can't have a house can't run a life if we don't have health so i have a personal experience with that um and I can certainly relate to that. And many businesses who are here to like, hey, make us all live healthier, happier, and longer. Another part of my business story is, hey, I didn't intend to go into business, right? Like I mentioned like the why of getting into business. That's a great business story that some people are going to relate to your reasoning. Um, so many of us, I think, are accidental entrepreneurs. I fall into that category. Um, I got laid off from my job in 2018. I had this business as a side hustle two years prior about. So I had a little bit of a running head start, but it was never part of my intention. But that is certainly part of my business story is, hey, just being pushed off the cliff and <laughs> trying to figure out how to build the plane in the air kind of thing, like figuring out how to fly as I'm like falling, right? So a lot of people can relate to that. A lot of people have been in that position, especially over this last year. So I think that that's also a worthwhile business story. And what I ended up doing was very much in line with what gets me excited, what I've always been passionate about. So it all kinds of came together. So still try to separate the two out as far as you, the person, CEO, the individual who runs this business, you have a personal story. Hey, and maybe it's being a first generation college grad or first generation entrepreneur, like whatever that is, like you have your personal story, make sure you share that. Then your business has a story as far as like why it does what it does. Um, and the two can certainly overlap and really be one story or you can have multiple that kind of fall in under each of those. Number three is pretty obvious and I think something that entrepreneurs or business owners are much more comfortable doing than talking all of that about themselves. Clearly, I don't have that problem. Your client's stories, <laughs> you, you know, the, the stories of results. And these are great stories. You can call them testimonials. That sounds boring to me, but like think about the people that you serve and who have really benefited from um, the work that you do with them. And I like when those stories are not only told through your eyes, but also through the eyes of the clients, those being served, like them talking about, hey, we did X, Y, Z, or this person helped me with X, Y, Z, this business, uh, or the CEO, and this is how I saw a difference in my life. You know, like step A to B to C to D, and it got, it got me here. You know, there's really, that's like that great social proof and telling those stories. And you can turn them into case studies that you then explain and flesh out and depends what you do. There's certainly um, great case studies and examples that you can certainly um, share. So 
um, I would definitely say that's an important part of the strategy and then probably something you're comfortable with as well or more comfortable with because and it breaks up hey all the me 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 <laughs> right your client spotlights like how they're winning because of this the positive feedback they're getting or you know it all just depends on what you do I could go over examples um, that I have but you know, and, and simple things like when I produced a video for a client that has been, let's say, for an internal presentation. I remember this uh, this client called me after they presented it to their employees and they have a staff. I don't know how many actually watched it at the time live in real time, but they have a, t a staff of like 40,000 and they said their executive leadership all stood up and gave the video videos a standing ovation. Um, so, you know, that's one small example. I can tell an example about a nonprofit who, you know, got people to actually donate live in the moment when the video was playing. So like using those kind of results with like actual facts and figures and quotes from a client, like for me is very valuable because it's, it's the proof of like, Hey, here's how story connects. Here how, here's how story makes a difference. And here's how story impacts the bottom line. Um, you have to think about how that works in your own business, but those testimonials, um, those results from your clients and you know that, that positive feedback and how you know your work has benefited those you serve is an important story and one's and there's multiple of those, right? Like endless client stories that you should continue to share um, as part of your own business story. And then I'll go to number four, which, you know, I've, I've kind of fleshed out this one recently or had this conversation with my podcast guests recently. And it's your own results, right? Like when I, especially when I'm talking to like my health-based businesses, these happiness businesses, I like to call them happiness because they just make the world happier um, or purpose driven. Like whatever it is you sell, fine. If I'm talking about a nutritionist you're, or a holistic nutritionist, I'm, you know, if I'm talking about that person, um, I asked the question, well, how has holistic nutrition made a difference in your life? And she tells me, and this is uh, Jennifer Jones, so I might as well, I'll go link to her episode below in the show notes. So we talk about this in her episode. And she says, talks about the difference it made in her life, how she didn't, even when she, there was a time she couldn't work out, didn't gain any weight, how it dramatically changed her menstrual cycles, which were painful and debilitating in the past and just going through what she saw in her own life and i think a lot of times we again not wanting to talk about ourselves we remove ourselves from the equation but like before you roll out something new with a client who do you often test it on probably yourself and if you would recommend something to a client why i'm sure you would probably use it for yourself so probably most of the services and things that you do even if let's say you're like a wills and a trust attorney well you probably have a will, <laughs> right? Like if you are a family law attorney and you do prenups, I don't know, maybe you have your own prenup. Maybe that's a whole different type of discussion, but you see what I'm saying, right? Like if I'm all for 
telling stories like I should be telling my own, right? <laughs> if I'm all for like, hey, video content makes a difference. Hello, I'm here on video, right? So practice what you preach, number one, <laughs> which you probably are in no matter what the business is that you have. So you have your own results right there. You can start with that type of story, right? I love the episode. Um, with Keyshawn and where she's the burnout coach, the neuro coach, and she went through her own time of burnout. Well, she's given a lot of great advice and, and coaching to her clients. So at some point she probably like implemented that on her own when she went through burnout, right? Or she started learning the proper tactics and strategies. I know she didn't just give the advice to others, but she implemented it in her own life. I'll link to that episode below as well. I really love that story because there was a lot I related to her to, to her on. So I'm like, well, what about your own results? Like, what are the differences and changes that you've seen in your life? So there's the client results, but then there's yours and, and sharing with people, hey, these are the differences that I've seen in my own life or in my own business because I do these things I'm telling you is great for you to do. I practice which I, what I preach, I can show and tell you <laughs> because it is like active in my own life. That is a great story to tell. So don't forget about that one. In my own life, or I should say in my own business since I practice and preach storytelling and video content, every time I post and share a video or share a story is when I get such a greater response from people like messages in my LinkedIn, all types of comments and engagement. And I won't get into all those numbers, but I know that I have connections with people I would not have and business with people I would not have if I did not open up, share my story and also use video content. And I say that just because I think through video, you're able to get a feel for who I am much more and like my personality, um, what I believe in, who, you know, the, just the, that I'm genuine, like that's a big, a big thing for me. Um, and that's a big part of who I am. And to me, that's what enables me to build more authentic relationships with people is being authentic myself. And I think that's much more able to come across clearly through video because you can feel and see my energy and whether you, you know, trust that or not much easier than you can. Like if it's just reading words off of a page. So I think that's the power of video. And then when you tell a story through it, even stronger and more powerful. And I've seen it work in my business and the relationships that I've cultivated and built. Um, and I continue to see it work for me in conjunction with other marketing tactics as well. So maybe I'll do a separate episode, like specifically on some of those results and how I've seen it work for my business. That's actually a good idea, but don't forget about it in yours, especially like these health-based businesses or the coaching and the things like that, that I'm seeing. It's like, Hey, you're, you know, like I interview vegans who have like vegan products and they use them and they're like, look, they're like 50 and look like they're 25. Like you obviously practice what you preach, right? So <laughs> those are great stories to tell about how it's working in your own life. So hopefully that helps. I am down to the end of the episode. So 
just to quickly recap the four types of stories you should be telling if you're a service-based business and you want to build organic connections are your own personal story you as the person running the business your business story is number two so this might be different from you as a person and what got you to this point and what excites you um, but instead the story of your business and who you serve the industry you work in and why your business does that then the third one being your client stories, their experiences, those case studies. And the fourth one being your own results. Like you've implemented the work that you do in your own business on yourself. How have you seen a difference or how has it benefited you? Why have you done that? Those types of things, because you obviously will practice what you preach in your own business as well. So just, you know, to close it out on that reframe, <laughs> We started with, don't forget, like if you were working for a big corporate company or for some other business and your job was to get sales, <laughs> you would need to market that business and to market that business, you would tell that business's story all the time and say all the great, wonderful things um, that you need to say so that people, you know, begin to know, like, and trust and do business with that business. You are the business separate yourself just a little bit don't feel ashamed shy whatever those feelings are to toot your own horn say great things about yourself because I know you believe in you and your business and you are worth telling the world about so it's difficult when it's you of course if you need help with doing that we are here to help you do that but you are very deserving of sharing your own story and screaming it from the mountaintops. So good luck and thanks for joining me on this episode today. I hope you enjoyed today's solo episode of Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories. I'd love to hear what you thought about my four types of stories you should be telling in your business. So send me an email, find me on social media, comment below if you are watching this on YouTube. Give me a thumbs up if you liked it or a thumbs down, but let me know why if you give me a thumbs down. And also let me know what types of marketing or business episodes you'd like to hear more of from me if you want more solo episodes as well because I'll be working on more of those coming up in the near future so until then make sure we are connected you hit subscribe on YouTube turn on that notification hit that little bell and also connect with me on LinkedIn I'd love to stay connected with you and I want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes so until then because we'll be back next week Stay happy, stay healthy.